Welcome to Puppet Hunt Radio with... Oh, Matt and Lane. The only podcast dedicated to the 1940s detective noir radio show of the same name, Puppet Hunt. Join Rock Handy and Nick Salmon for an evergreen trip down memory lane as they crack cases and solve mysteries for the ventriloquists of Large Neck USA. And I extend a special welcome to all the show's fans listening thousands of years from today aboard generational ships traveling to other star systems. So I shortened that. That's shorter? Yeah, I took out the on behalf of Matt. Ah, Because that seemed to upset you, both the length and the Mm. fact that I was speaking on behalf of you. I was thinking if you could cut that down to about two seconds, like, Welcome to Puppet Hunt Radio with Matt and Lane. And then you can end it there. That would be problematic because we're the whole point of this tag is to introduce the show to new listeners and to kind of comfort those who've heard the tagline before. So mm. it's kind of baked into the show now as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, we can discuss this off the air. Anyway, uh, this is uh, the, um, it's not the penultimate, it's the ultimate. It is the ultimate. The ultimate episode of um, Puppet Hunt. No, just the left-handed quiz. The left-handed quiz. Also, part five. Yeah, we're we're coming. We're concluding it. Concluding it. I guess we've already locked into the fact that we're calling this side B. Side B. Side of, B of the vinyl of original recording five. from the nineteen forties, late nineteen forties, and it was originally aired. We think nineteen forty-eight. Forty-eight, but yeah, or somewhere 49. around there. Forty-eight I or forty-nine. My notes are in a different pad. I'd like to start by offering an apology. Oh. I listened to the show. I relaxed, as I often do in my bath. Mm-hmm. Had my bath bombs going. I actually okay. used two. Okay. And it really let me find a place of peace. Um, and I just feel like I want to apologize. Your kids have kind of forced my hand here that we're chopping episodes into little marketing nuggets. But mm. I, I just want to say, are you happy now? So, not sarcastic. Hmm. I guess my tone, I had it written down here. I wrote it sincerely, but I guess I did sound... If I backed into somebody's car, I wouldn't get out and say, are you happy now? So, it doesn't come across as an apology. I'm not sure I need an apology, but I wouldn't read that as an apology. Are you happy now? At the time of the last episode, I talked about your kids being deceased when the generational ships would be listening. Okay. And even though that's, that's factually correct... Yeah, it doesn't matter. They don't listen. They won't hear it. Oh, I thought they were saying that everything was too long. Uh, yeah, that's why they don't listen anymore. Oh, it actually broke them, the yeah, last episode? Yeah, they said shorten it or we're not going to listen to it. And I said An talk ul- to Lane and they said we're not doing that. Ultimatum. And stop listening. Okay, well, let you aboard the generational ships and all those in between, right? I mean, I don't want to discount the sure. people who are going to be listening on the internet between now and the, like 40,000 years from now. Well, yeah, and we should give a... a because this has been your thing for the past couple of weeks. But if you're just starting to listen to Puppet Hunt, and this would be a weird place to just start, but um, you've been talking about generational ships and Puppet Hunt being a sort of... Um, uh, trove. Trove that's going to be projected into the future. Yes. Which could be now the present when people are listening to it. It's ironic to me that you're doing this roundabout explanation when my pre-show tagline actually addresses the people listening thousands of oh, years from now. Oh, I see. That's yeah, the whole I was, point of this, is that we don't have to, to rehash it. I wasn't it. listening, because every time you'd pause, I thought you were done in here. But I wanted should... to do that thing, you know how they have the green screen thing, and then they have the, the sensors all over the people's bodies sure. to like yeah. do CGI? I've kind of wanted to see if they have one for your voice, so huh. that like when you point your voice... like. A 180 uh, away from the microphone, like you're sometimes you like look around the room while you're talking yeah. or you talk to the dog. Or get up and leave. Do you think they have a CGI face mask kind of thing where it would still pick up your voice? I guess it would just be a microphone that hooks around your face, right? Uh, like a movable maybe. mic. I don't know. We should look into that. Medallion. That would be easier than having to... to speak into the mic you're doing great right now i mean i've kind of got you locked into it's this it's taken corner. all my focus that's why i'm not really bringing up any topics because i'm really trying to focus on keeping my face close to the microphone you do have what they call crazy eyes right now yeah i'm it's i'm really focused it's making me uncomfortable but well, um that's... we've got our salt lamp on here in fact i have another thing just Your to kind of lamp. make things more convivial more home-like mm. um 
don't take a look at the packaging. Just take a look at what I'm about to show you here. Okay, I already saw it. I want you to, and of course the aroma is going to really like knock your socks off. But here we go. Yeah, here they the socks. Yeah. Going into the, going right into the bowl here. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. What What am I supposed to think? Well, yummy. Well, that's not what I'm thinking. No. Okay. What are those plants? These are shiitake crisps. Hmm. Okay. And I thought we could enjoy these during the show. Eat them while we're doing an audio. No, like program? while we're listening to the okay. to the actual vintage program. Is this a sponsor? Did we finally get a sponsor? I want to do the yes and maybe and they could be. Oh, it could be. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe in the future. Do you want me to take that? They're lightly seasoned uh, and vegan friendly. Okay. What do you think? Uh, again, don't look very appetizing, but I'll try one. All right. Do the you mind taking... Crisps. Just, just inhale. Just Let me get yeah, the bowl I close to you. Uh, you don't care for it. It's like cheese. It has a cheese smell to well, it. Well, the thing to me is like some cheeses smell bad, but they taste great. Have mm. you ever noticed that? There's some cheeses I just can't eat. Um, this may be a form of cheese. It may have... I don't know how cheese is made, to be honest, so... So a lot of shiitake is sold to be re-moistened. Mm. You soak it in water. These are actual crisps. So okay, all right, yeah, yeah sure. I'll, I'll give we'll have a some. Shot. We'll have some during the episode. The audience yeah. may not necessarily need to know about that. We don't have to keep that in the. Interesting though. So, thanks to that email from the last episode, I'm I'm now a little bit worried about the people listening in the future no wait what english email was this? What it was the one who said it was sponch said how do you know that people are still going to be speaking english and understanding english oh, on the generational ship don't you think the software is going to like help people like they'll just there'll be some software thing that they could listen to us and it will translate it into the modern english um i would say if you've got the technology to travel hundreds of light years and cryogenically freeze people you can probably translate Slang. Some idiom from the 50s, right? Okay. And we don't have to solve this one today, but I am kind of concerned, like, exactly how we're going to be preserving. I know the internet is forever, but, like, how would we fund the website beyond our deaths? Ah, Like, do, I know. should we get a foundation? Burn a DVD. And then just have that, like, in a vault somewhere? A eh, vault or... Do you think we need to have, like, a Patreon for, like, the Puppet Hunt Foundation? Maybe the gold... We could get gold. Gold level? Well, no, I mean, we should hoard gold because maybe that'll still be valuable. Like on board the generational ships, you think they'll have like gold credits? Well, maybe they, because they're flying around in the space, maybe they, you know, get to a gold planet and they say, oh, yeah, gold is now worthless. Look at all this gold. Let's make um, toilet paper out of gold leaf. It could happen. That's why um, most of my money is invested in microtransactions. I have not heard of this. Um, I actually didn't hear of it either. A person just recommended that I do it. So I invested most of my money in that. Microtransactions. That's what he said. Is yeah. it like Bitcoin? I thought about getting Bitcoin, but no, it's... Uh, microtransactions. Is it microtransactions? So is it financial transactions that are micro? or Maybe you just I'm like, misremembering. Sh- it's like micro something. Just the vowels in an email? microchips, Microsoft. And so there's money to be made off of this? Well, it's, it's a stock. Okay. Yeah. And you've sent this person money. Is this Delaney again? Well, he suggested it. I guess okay. It's funny you'd guess that, but yeah, he was the guy who suggested it. He's got it. his fingers in a lot of pies, micro, doesn't he? It's, oh, let me think about it. Maybe I can remember. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys are I lost my password patching things up Robin a little bit. App. No, he's the I don't want to deal anything with him, but he has good he good suggestions sometimes, like that boating venture. Yeah. The yeah. marina. Marina, yeah. But you didn't get a piece of that, and now he's making a lot of money on that. He is making a lot of money, yeah. That was a bad decision. He fooled you once, or you fooled yourself once. Shame on you. Shame me twice. Fool on him. I have some listener feedback. Right. We talked about this. I've got one as well. Okay. And even before we get to that, because last time we really blew it because we were supposed to leave the email. We left a space for it. You were going to put the email into the recording, and then it's just silence. And I realized, I'm like, okay, let me pretend to be a listener and okay. I got out of the tub, I dried myself off, Oof. I went to the website, and then I realized you don't have to know the email at all. You just go to puppethunt.net, yeah. and there's a thing that says contact Contact. Us. So they don't have to know any of that stuff. They just, again, as long as we can fund in perpetuity, if we can fund perpetuity. the website, 
because jingles are very yeah yep useful uh-huh. sticking in people's Keeping heads and the idea things. is that okay say maybe they're enjoying the podcast and then they're yeah. off to other things and then they don't remember to do their listener feedback uh-huh. but the jingle is going to stay in their head oh that's a good idea so you're ready for the jingle well, you have one i why do you think i have the guitar here i don't know i thought maybe you're just bored no 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 we're gonna I'm just going to give it a first run here, okay. and then we'll do a, like a, a really nice recorded version of it. Sure. But I think it goes a little something like this. PuppetHunt.net PuppetHunt.net Sound like you were saying Ned. All right, Don't let me Ned. try it again. PuppetHunt.net PuppetHunt.net you're hitting your T's too hard. Too hard. Okay, so somewhere and in the I, middle. I have some. I can give you some uh, constructive criticism. Do I, you want to sing it? Well, I, I, I think maybe we need something less um, jangly, alternative rock like. Oh, really? You know, something like uh, like an oboe. When you got a uh, hankering for puppets one day, tune in to puppethunt.net, but have it rhyme. Okay. Rhyme. Well, without, you know, you don't want to like Seinfeld bass in there or something. That's what you were reminded of when I yeah, played that? Yeah, yeah. It was a little too funky? It's a little funky. I think, uh, yeah, we should work on that. And listeners, if you if you want to make a recording, a puppet hunt recording of a jingle, um, that's Maybe I need to better. be more soulful. Puppet hunt It's just slowed down. I think it still sounds Puppet like Ned. Puppet hunt net. Somewhere in between those two. What's a good rhyme with Ned? Are you saying Ned or are you saying Net? Net. Now you're okay. Yeah, now I'm over saying it. Hmm. Like bet. How about um, if I, you want some listening and you bet, like maybe you're a better betting man, listen to puppethunt.net. See how that, it's a more uh, rhymey, that's what we need. Uh, but when you, you're out in the rain and you're all wet, tune in to puppethunt.net. See how that just goes up and down and you just get it stuck in your head? Do you play um, yeah. an instrument? I used to play the baritone. I could go find a baritone okay. horn. We could get together. You could have your. Do you think you could play and sing at the same time? Because you're no, think your voice is more your no, voice is more melodic than mine. I have that mm. ranch hand singing style. Once we pin it down, I think we can get a, a nice uh, pet rhymes with that. All right, so we'll just we'll keep workshopping it. All right, but I think we're on the right track because now we have. That's popular. All right. Speaking of listener feedback, do you yeah. want to start yours or? Oh, I can. I can do this one. It's not really a complaint. Um, this is from a listener, uh, phenotype sixty four at netscape.com. and uh, he or she or they write, "Dear sirs and our madams, uh, how do you decide when a new season, and that's in quote quotes, a puppet hunt starts?" Uh, and that's we should talk about that a little bit it seems pretty arbitrary i would suggest starting on september 11th our nation's grandest day seasons start in the fall get with the program uh love the show please include more buddy bozeman he remains no he reminds me of my friend lance hester uh thanks rennie probst probst P-R-O-B-S-T. Probst. Wow. That's some very specific... Yeah, he's upset about the uh, seasons not starting. And we could talk about that because this is the final episode of season three. So that's it's an interesting uh, coincidence that he would write this. How did how did you decide that? that oh, I... it's just the, it's the final one. This is... It's, what's, We've only had like six episodes. February? Yeah, this is the end of February. So yeah, that makes sense. So it's calendar based now. I thought we had an uh, agreement that it was a, a certain minimum of episodes. We, yeah, well, I, we did have an agreement about I couldn't say something about salt lamps. I remember that one. Right, which you violated oh, just, I just now. Oh, just did. Yeah. yeah. Oops. All right. We could cut that out though. Yeah, I suppose that would be okay. Uh, but no, the season three. You know. Uh, so did he just give you that? I he or she five. or they just give you that idea? Rennie Probst. 
Props. That it's the end of the it season. It just reminded me that I should mention that. This I is just the final episode of season I feel three. like I got T-boned here by the this Ooh, idea that it's That hurts. Huh. Well, we'll do we'll do a, we'll put that uh, jingle in. That'll be festive. But I don't think we have enough episodes for it to be a season. No, it's a season. How, how many episodes well, let's, do you need? Let's just start from a logical basis. Like could one episode be a season? No. Of one course episode? not. Okay. No. 3 Three episodes? Is, a, is that a season? Uh, that's more of a bushel. Three in a bushel. Like a storm or a weather pattern. Uh, a brisk. A cold spell. I think we have some paperwork. Let's just, let's table this. We'll table it until season and four. I know that usually what happens is I capitulate at the end. I don't know why this is. I Well, that's nothing you should be ashamed of. I'm seeing an herbalist now and he, I heard says, about that. he says that I'm too compliant. Well... First of all, I think it's herbalist. And then uh, compliant, that's not a bad thing, right? Being compliant. Oh, no, I was thinking client. I see what he's saying. Compliant, like you're too accommodating. Right. Too the, soft. Kind of like those mushroom crisps. And I wonder who Lance Hester is. Why did he mention that person? But Buddy Bozeman reminds him of that. He's popular. We, we don't really have control over the vintage programs. We can't. No, we can't. When they make ask more. for more episodes with him in it, like that's yeah, we're, we're just, just finding these. These are just in Matt's garage storage units, various locations. Sometimes listeners will make the plea again if you have want to scour your basements and yard sales, yard sales, sales, anything that has the words puppet or hunt or preferably both puppet on hunt. it. Just mail it to us. We'll definitely reimburse you. Any puppet noir in that whole genre, we'll take it. Yeah, there was that. British program that there was referenced in one of our letters recently was like Flippin' Kids, I think was the name of the program. Mm. Supposedly had all those programs. If anybody has an episode of Flippin' Kids. Yeah, it's acrobatic. I think it was considered ventriloquist based. What was the name of that British one? It's time for chaps. Would these be called crisps in England or chaps? Uh, I'm not sure what those would be called. Probably... um... The mushroom chaps would be something else. Oh, mushroom chaps, yeah. As far as listener feedback, I'm not sure if this really counts, but I ran into an old friend a while ago, and I told him all about the podcast. He said he was going to give it a listen, and then I never heard anything, and then I sent him a link, and I still didn't hear anything, and then I texted him like a week ago, and here's his reply. I have it on my phone here. Hold on a second. Cool music. Show could use more static. Hmm. Does that feedback cool music? We don't get really credit for the, I think he's talking about the podcast theme intro, which is good, but I think because it's a vintage radio program, he thinks it should have more static. Oh, he doesn't mean he wants it to be more still. He means he wants more like radio Oh, you're thinking it might be comments on the music itself, that this music could too, s- too, um, could be more stationary. Yeah. Huh. Too well, frenetic. I asked if I could use his name on the air, and he was kind of cagey about that. All I can say is, I've, I've heard other people say, like, how come the recordings don't have more static on them? And, and, and they weren't recorded from the radio. Like today's show, which you're going to be hearing in just a moment, the materials that Matt has are in what were called electrical transcription format. Oh, the records. Which looks like a black vinyl record, but are actually of higher quality and were meant only for the distribution to radio stations. So yeah. that, like the generational ships that I now realize we've been talking to all along, these people were recording them, not realizing that someday there would be the internet, right? and that we would have a podcast built off of their black vinyl recordings. Mm-hmm. Some of the research that I've done on this is that there is a higher quality of vinyl than mm-hmm. was generally made for home consumption the radio's got a higher quality it's sort of like how uh three quarter inch tape for magnetic tape was used this is making it less evergreen the farther we get into human civilization oh you want to use magnetic tape is not going to mean anything inches use metric future see if i can explain it in terms that will be be easily translatable in in metric that's like a centimeter and a half oh way more than that yeah i would say that's like about for three quarters of an inch yeah a centimeter, Do you want No, it's like that. Centimeters are like that. Right. That would mean. Right. An inch so three like quarter here. of an inch. No, I mean listeners, look. Is this an inch or is this an inch? 
this is an inch, right? All right, so, so Matt's, that means Matt's finger's about a half an inch of uh, uh, space apart right now. He about thinks a an inch. Across. He thinks an inch is about, is the equivalent of a half an inch. Yeah. So we. So it's, I'm saying uh, that's about a centimeter, and you're saying that's about a centimeter. So my point being is that the vinyl that these episodes are recorded on, oftentimes is some of the highest quality, even though the recordings themselves yes. are really old. Right. They've obviously only been played a few times, and right. they just they really hold up. So I think what he's maybe... Um, do you think we should add static so people no. think it's more vintage? All right, so we are now, ladies and gentlemen, ready oh. to present to you the conclusion. For those of you who've been following us mm. for the last two years, this, this saga... We have a lot of people who are potentially the left-handed quist. I think That's we're true. going to find out. We have uh, Buddy who, Bozeman. Buddy Bozeman. I'll tell you why that holds water. Remember Chase Perkins says, we'll solve this case before your next shoe shine. Ooh. I could anticipate that the next shoe shine they get from Buddy Bozeman Maybe is going last. to give their... Ooh. What? Your next shoe shine will be your last. That's a good line. Yeah. Uh, what, about, um, what about the bank president? Do you think shoeshine was ever like a, a colloquialism for rubbing someone out? Could be. Because you can rub somebody out. Right. What else do you rub out? I mean, like, other than... Let's not talk about that. Shoe polish. Oh. We also have Al Risotto, who yep. got arrested as the oh, mastermind... Yeah. I think he may be a red herring, though. ...by it's... Chase Perkins. And yeah. then Risotto says, oh, no, no, Perkins is secretly left-handed. When you see him signing his name... He actually signs as a natural lefty. I would guess in order, Buddy Bozeman, number one, maybe Chase Perkins, okay. number two, and then uh, I don't know what after that. And the left-handed quist is still on the loose. So yep. that person has not been arrested. Uh, lastly, we have the bank president is still yep. out there Dang. as a possible, like the curtain could be pulled back and it's him yeah. there the whole time. The Wizard of Oz. Ladies and gentlemen... The episode six, it's five? It's still part five. Side B. You can't, don't want to do episode six? I'm not even fond of side B, but okay. the conclusion of. Here the conclusion go. of the left-handed quist. The left-handed quist. Entry 10. Nick Salmon speaking. We trawl the streets of Large Neck in search of Buddy Bozeman. What do you make of it, Nix? That farm cop, the left-handed quist? Risotto innocent? Gee, I don't like the thought of any lawman going sour, but it's especially hard to believe with Chase Perkins. He seems like the type who irons his pajamas. <laughs> I thought you did that. Oh, well, not every night. What if they're both crooked? Risotto and the farm cop. Or both innocent. Then we're back to square none. Oh, I think I see him, Rock. He's at his favorite shoeshine corner. Oh, yeah. I'll stay in the torpedo. You go talk to him. But keep my shoes out of it. What? He's gonna offer me a shine, too. Come on, Nix. You can make a legitimate case for waiting a day or two. But like I said, if he sees mine looking the way they do, he'll start up without asking. All right. Uh, I'm going in. Careful. Looks like his customer is none other than the legendary gas bag, uh, Rory... Ray, Gary... Ray Grimes. Yeah, him. Say, this, this could actually work out, Rock. Ray has seen the left-handed quist. Behind a kerchief, of course. Yeah. Well, we don't have all night. So that at the apex of the Empire, when this pearl fever reached its own zenith, the General Aelus Vitalius once financed an entire military expedition by selling just one of his mother's many... Oh, oh hi, Mr. Salmon. Hmm. A shoe shine? Uh, the chair is all yours, detective. Well, thanks, buddy. Uh, I'd just like to make a legitimate case for holding off on my shine for a day or two. Well, okay. Uh, say, 
What's Mr. Handy doing in the car? Oh, is he on a stakeout? Not exactly. Ha! Huh? He's dressed up as Mr. Gatsby Weebler with a shorn mustache. Oh, uh, hiya, Mr. Handy! Hiya, I mean, Mr. Weebler! Uh, shine, Mr. Handy! I think he wants to keep a low profile, buddy. Oh, sure thing. Gee, he's doing an ace job as always. Best of luck catching the left-handed quiz, Mr. Handy! Say, I was wondering what the evening papers have to say about a police officer getting arrested. Oh, the trombone thinks Mr. Risotto walked straight into a scallop. But the Daily Flume says he's guilty until proven innocent. Uh, better let me have one of each. Oh, sorry, Mr. Salmon. I'm all sold out of both. Say, wh what's a scallop? Oh, a plot-wah pitch-and-drop. A frame-up. Oh, I feel so bad about not having a paper for my favorite pair of detectives. Uh, how about a free shine all a shoe shine, Mr. Salmon? Oh, no thanks, buddy. Uh, but it sure looks like you could use one. Well, I think I'm still going to hold off for just another day or two. Uh, as they say, for good grooming and longer wear, keep them shining with Shinola. Yes, uh, it's just that you see, well, there's a, uh, a <clears throat> there's going to be a... Ah, oh, your shoes are showing! Embarrassing, isn't it? Oh, just like the advertisement. Your shoes are showing! Oh, all right, uh, gee, just let me explain, okay? There, there's, there's this puppet, you see, uh, he claimed he and his partner are going to catch the left-handed quiz before our next shoe shine. Oh, he did? Uh, yours or Mr. Handy's? That's the part that wasn't exactly clear, uh, so uh, we're both waiting right now, at, at least until we can crack the case ourselves. Uh, hmm. Now, it seems to me, uh, if either one of you has your shoes polished, and this other pair of detectives uh, hasn't yet solved the case, you'll have proved them wrong. I is that logic not correct? Oh. I guess that does make sense, uh, but I better talk it over with Rock first. Well, uh, in any event, uh, this boastful puppet sounds like that French-speaking compatriot of one Chase Perkins. Oh, the team what collared Al Risotto. An arrest uh, that took place under nefarious circumstances, detective the details of which I believe you will find most illuminating. It's stuff that can't appear in the papers, Mr. Salmon, on account of the publisher's lifetime ban on using Mr. Grimes as a source. Yes, well, that's uh, a disputed matter concerning a series of letters to the editor regarding the barrel-chested men's auxiliary. Uh, I take it you are familiar with this Philanthropic enterprise. But first, tell Mr. Salmon about the beef between Mr. Perkins and Mr. Al Risotto, if you don't mind, Mr. Grimes. Oh, very well. Oh, take a load off, Mr. Salmon. I promise I won't shine your shoes. Not until you and Mr. Handy solve the case, or give your permission, whichever one comes first. Sure, uh, uh, just let me uh, take down some notes inconspicuously. Uh, <laughs> see Rock's getting concerned. That's not a shoeshine, Mr. Handy! We're just giving Mr. Salmon the inside scoop on your case! Well, I believe he's signaling for us to keep our voices down, buddy. Oh. Oh, sorry, Mr. Handy! Yes, uh, now let's see. Uh, this agricultural crimes detective, Chase Perkins, fancies a young lady by the name of Dawson Dundee. Oh, Mr. Salmon knows who she is. He wants to marry her himself. Well, that's not... I, I, I can't do that for reasons that I will... But just please go on, Mr. Grimes. Yes, she is indeed a, a handsome young lady. She certainly is. Roman lobes. Uh, excuse me? The shape of her ears, young man. Romanesque. Uh, perhaps they are an acquired appreciation. In any event, several weeks ago I noticed 
Miss Dawson strolling downtown with a rather stunning pair of pearl earrings. Downtown? But she told me she only wears them in the hayloft. Hmm. Hayloft, you say? Well, it sounds as though you do know this young lady. Well, perhaps not well enough to know when she's telling a lie. I see. Well, perhaps you'll have more sympathy for her when you learn she herself was led to believe they are Tahitian pearls, when they most certainly are not. How did you figure that out? <laughs> oh, you can always tell by the naker. The what? The naker. The luminous sheen one associates with Mother of Pearl. You see, a number of factors, beginning with the irritant, allow the black lip oyster, Pincata margaritifera, if I'm not mistaken. This is uh, all very interesting, Mr. Grimes, but... Uh... You must be sure to include in your notes, young man, that the authentic Tahitian pearl which can, in fact, be found throughout French Polynesia. I'm guessing Rock is ready to leave. W one final question, Mr. Grimes. Uh, during the first holdup, you saw the left-handed quist in person. Behind a kerchief, yes. Any chance it could have been Chase Perkins? Now, detective, I can see you are in a hurry, but... Let me get back to the heart of the matter as the events unfolded. Now, let's see. Uh, where was I? Uh, yes, later that week, I encountered Miss Dawson's swain, the very same Chase Perkins. Uh, when I inquired how much he paid for her earrings, I felt compelled to tell him they were, in fact, only local pearls. Local? Hmm. How did he take the news? Not well. As he had paid quite a considerable sum for what he thought were genuine Tahitian pearls. He bore a look that can only be described as aghast. I see. Now, there is one more detail that might be of interest to you. In uh, his state of alarm, Inspector Perkins uh, confided to me where he got those overpriced local pearls. Yes. Aloysius Risotto. Holy smokes! By way of muscles, of course. Oh, muscles. Uh, and who's that? Not a whom, detective. A what? The cultured freshwater mussel, a mollusk nearly as industrious in pearl-making as its more esteemed cousin, the marine oyster. Bivalve Farms. Yes, well, now, while it is true that the freshwater mussel produces a spheroid worth a humble fraction of the Tahitian black lip oyster, it uh, can yeah, yes, boast of uh, being one of our nation's longest living invertebrates. Yes, sir. And uh, due uh. also to its remarkable prodigiousness, uh, the lo uh, uh, of course, the uh, new world itself uh, was once known as the land of pearls. Most interesting, sir. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Grimes. I, I, I must go. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Oh, Mr. Salmon, wait. Wait, one more thing. It's the forecast for tomorrow morning. I have a feeling you're going to say advection fog. Oh, yes, sir. It's going to be a real clam chowder. The next morning, Rock and I are primed for action. We park at the entrance of downtown Third National Bank. 
Hmm. Where is the fog? Well, it is misty out. Uh, a clam chowder could still roll in at any moment, don't you think? Ah, uh, I'm never trusting that kid again. Oh, look at that. Not a puppet in sight. Yeah, thanks to Risotto's buffer zone. Oh, it sure is eerie seeing known quists walking empty-handed on the sidewalks of Large Neck. You said it. Empty-handed. Like us. Pathos. Pay us? Relax, pal. That bank president still has to pay us, whether we solve the case or not. Do you remember at the beginning of this case how I baked that checkerboard cake for us? Of course I do. High, light, and handsome. I never told you this at the time, but in the thrill of baking, I I failed to put on my oven mitts, and I... You burned yourself. Yes. So what? Well, this case is a lot like that hot oven. You felt the heat of regional hot. Regional hot, local hot. The only hot that really matters, Rock, is... It's oven mid hot. Ah, you lost me. What I'm saying is, when a man's not careful, he gets burned. And in this case, his heart. Ah, heartburn, sure. I played the dicta belt recording of that bank robbery over and over, Rock. The one with the voice of the puppet. Yes, and I... I recognized the timber. Suddenly, the police radio crackles to life. Red hot, 5-0-3. Red hot, 5-0-3. All cars in the vicinity of Siphon call back. The left-handed Quist is in custody. Repeat, left-handed Quist is in custody. try to get a glimpse of the suspect as he is led from the squad car into police headquarters. Hey, that looks like that quest from the oyster farm. Oh, the solo combative one. Yeah. Why, that's Al's brother. Huh. So he was the left-handed quest. I guess it all adds up. Well, they have his puppet in the other car. Didn't I say it was them? Well, among others, uh, yes. Ah. Here comes Perkins. Well, uh, nice to see you all here, detectives. Uh, looks like we're all square. Uh, oh, and uh, Pierre wanted me to give you this. A nickel? What's this for? N'oubliez pas un chacun. Oh, yes. And one for Mr. Salmon as well. Allez-vous faire brosser les souliers? Il est son besoin. What'd he say exactly? Oh, Pierre wants to thank you and, uh, and to treat you both to a shoe shine. <laughs> Your shoes are showing. Oh, now, Pierre, don't rub it in. Isn't it embarrassing? Rock and I head out to the Dundee estate and park in front of the horse barn one final time. I want to share my hunch with Rock, but I can hardly accept the possibility myself. So, who was it? I... On the dicta belt. I'm, I'm mustering the strength to say it out loud. Mustering the what? Oh, well, uh, uh, perhaps fortitude is the more precise term, but you see, you see, just saying something unpleasant out loud, it's just... Well, gee, Rock, to be blunt... Hmm. As long as you've got a doozy, I'll take your word for it. Oh, gee, thanks, Rock. It's a doozy, all right. Hey, check that farm cop's passenger seat, will you? Hmm. No puppet. Pierre better not be talking French to that bank president's daughter again. Oh, right. Up in the hayloft. Yeah. It's not normal. Okay, here's the plan. 
You lead off with what you heard on the Dictabelt, and then I get him to pathos for services rendered. All right. Uh, pay us. What? That's what I just said. Hey, bank president. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Dundee. It's, uh, it's Detective Rock Handy and Nick's... Oh! Wolio! Margarine! Oh, uh, Miss Dawn's uh, son, uh, Miss, Miss Salmon. Detectives? I mean, excuse me, that is, uh, Sodden, uh, Miss Lawson. Uh, 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 oh, and, and Mr. Dawson, uh, I mean, Mr. Dundee. We weren't expecting you, gentlemen. To what do we owe the pleasure? We're not here for the pleasure. Well, I must tell you, Dawson and I happen to be in the midst of a heart-to-heart discussion with Inspector Perkins. Yes, in fact, we are. Uh, afternoon, fellas. Perkins? Daddy? Pierre? Oh, may I tell them our news, Father? I suppose it is official. Notice anything? What is it? You, you got a case of the gout? She's showing you her engagement ring, Rock. Mr. Perkins proposed! Hmm. Yeah, look at that. Big as a halibut's eyeball. It's a pink Tahitian pearl, Mr. Handy. Oh, so very rare and so very beautiful, like Miss Dawson herself. Yeah, looks like a local pearl to me. Uh, well, I, I hope to... Humbly wish both of you congratulations, and while we're on matters auspicious in general, I, I would like to, to let you know, Mr. Dundee, that, that I owe you an apology. Oh? I was too hasty, too hot-tempered in my earlier assessment of our predicament. I'm sorry, but you'll have to refresh my memory. Well, when I said I couldn't be both a detective and a bank president's son-in-law... Gosh, that was, frankly, before I got to know a bank president by the name of Sheridan Dundee. You will make a fine son-in-law one day, Mr. Salmon. Thank you, sir. Wait a minute. If she's getting married to a quist, what happened to the mom's puppet phobia? Well, you, you ought to know, Mr. Handy. Dawson's very dear mother has, in fact, had a change of heart about some ventriloquists. Yes, a change of heart. She now understands Mr. Perkins saved Father's neck by catching the left-handed quist. So, detectives, if you'll excuse us, but do call my secretary and set up an appointment first thing um, next week, yes? Not so fast, Sherwin. We have some unfinished business to take care of. Oh, well, let's see now. Uh, the left-handed quist is in jail, and uh, charges are being filed against the mastermind of the bank heist. Uh, what other unfinished business could there be, Mr. Handy? Well, for one, we haven't been paid for services rendered. Quel blog. Uh, say, now, I, I happen to agree with Pierre here. He and I did all the real detective work. Uh, what services did you render exactly? Real detective work? So you figured out who mailed that tuxedoed puppet to Mrs. Dundee? Well, we were frying bigger fish than that, Mr. Handy. Go ahead, Nix. Tell him. Oh, you mean the, the voice on the dictabelt? No, the person who mailed the puppet. Well, well no, I, that's not who... Oh, I, you may have misunderstood what I was trying to say earlier, Rock, because, well... I don't exactly know who... I'm not asserting I know who that is for certain yet. Services rendered. Clayton! The fact is, Perkins, you arrested the wrong man. Twice! Well, think as you may, Mr. Handy, but all the evidence points to the culpability of the Risotto brothers. Oh, yeah? My gut is pointing to that thing even more, what the Risotto brothers are getting pointed at. Uh, well, if they are innocent, as you assert, uh, why don't you tell us who ought to be arrested instead for all these uh, left-handed hold-ups? Gladly. All right. Only I can't. Nix won't tell me. If 
but he knows because he listened to that dictabelt from the heist. The voice of the bank robber himself, Mr. Salmon. You're saying you've identified it? Yes, sir. Well, the puppet's voice. And by that, a different left-handed quist. Yes, the, the true one, sir. I, I, I'm nearly certain of it. Well, very well. Who is it? Who is the left-handed quist? Yes, well, I... I unfortunately, uh, I'm somewhat certain, although I, I certainly wish it were not true. I, and and I, re I regret that there can be no other person who... Spit it out, Nix. It's not easy to say out loud, Rock. I, I don't even like thinking the words. What in the world are you staring at, Mr. Salmon? Is there someone in the hayloft? Of course, Nix, the hayloft. Watch yourself, Mr. Handy. Out of my way. No, stop right there. Keskilfe, where do you think you're going, Mr. Handy? To earn my paycheck. You're trespassing. I'll take care of this, Mr. Dundee. Stop them. Right behind you, Rock. Oh, and so is Chase Perkins. Or should I say, Chad Parker. Well, which one is it? I can't hold him back much longer, Rock. Wow, my neck. Oh, Pierre bit me. I think. C'est vrai, et je n'arriverai jamais laver la coupe de la bouche. Uh, look under the bedding straw. No, that's, that's, that's hay. That's, that's more hay. Come on, Nix, I'm not a horse. It's the loose stuff. It's the color of straw. No, Mr. Handy, don't. Look here, Nix. Neckerchiefs. Along with a satchel. Don't, don't open that. This here must be our gunman. C'est le fond. Put him back. Hold on. Uh, the puppet's finger is hooked onto the trigger. Uh, I better disengage the drum or somebody could get hurt. Frappez le pont! No! Ah, it jammed. Easy now, Mr. Handy. Uh, why don't you put Babyface back in the satchel there? Babyface? So, it was you all along, Perkins. What'd I tell you, Nix? I'm afraid it's worse than that. Not Buddy Bozeman. Dawson? Father, no, don't, don't come up here. Please. <gasps> An armed puppet. And the stolen money. Uh, gee, say, Rock, uh, might want to point that submachine gun in the other direction. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, good idea, given the hair trigger on this thing. See? I told you it was dangerous. Dawson? What does this all mean? I think you'd better come clean, darling. Tell me the truth, dear. It was me, father. I'm the left-handed quist. But that's not possible. I'm afraid it's true, Mr. Dundee. You knew it was her. Kill Bordell. For how long? Don't be cross at him, Father. Mr. Perkins was was only trying to help me. Help you? Help you what? Go straight. So, he framed risotto with a trail of sour cash. Oh, framed is such a distasteful word, Mr. Handy. And you need to remember, oh, Mr. Risotto is certainly guilty of other crimes. I don't need to remember anything. Except... It's people like you what give farm cops a bad name. Oh, Dawson. Your mother and I, we tried to give you the life one would desire to be ha happy. It's, it's, it's not your fault, Father. And I'm sure the mom didn't help either. Oh, dear, look, your, your manuscript. Why, it's, it's been shot to pieces. What? Let me see. Oh... Yes, all my work. Large neck, wild heart. Ruined. Why are you all looking at me? I suppose I need to thank you, Mr. Handy. 
the deeper I dove into the history of Large Neck, the more I learned about throwing, the more mm, gastromantic it all seemed. Well, you're not the first. When I fell in love with Plutwat County, I could never merely write her history. I had to make it. And that you will, Miss Dawson, as the left-handed quist. Only... Yes, Mr. Salmon? History is written by the victors. And those what practice crime are always losers. This has been Puppet Hunt. File of Facts 48-S-3. Close of case, the left-handed quist. Nick Salmon speaking. Hiya, folks. Rock Handy here with that headstrong and quick-witted guest puppet, Pierre. Hello, radio detective listeners. We want to salute our armed forces serving around the globe who protect our way of life back here in the good old U.S. of A. Cela nous allons le défendre. And I understand you have some more English you've been practicing, Pierre. Yes, thank you, Rock. <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Puppet Hunt is brought to you by Transcription. It was a shocking ending. Mm-hmm. I've got to finish chewing. Are you not ready? Yeah. You well, you probably shouldn't more? have any more right now because we're going to start recording. Oh, we are recording. We're recording actually. now. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's do it. Okay, okay. ready. It's oh, uh, Miss yeah, Dawson, Dawson is Dundee. the is the left-handed quist. All uh, this time they no kept clue. saying he, yep. and it was very yep. misleading because the it was a she. Is a woman. I the, known. the robber is a lady. Never thought about it. Never even considered the quist it. was a dame. Thought Buddy Bozeman maybe the dad. You got the family right. The second choice. The, that, the Dundees. Oh, that it was somebody in the same family. Right, you're yeah. giving yourself credit for that. Well, i got to give myself something because it's so well, out sort of, of left field. Like Rock Handy, you kind of accused everybody, and then at the <laughs> end, you got the right person. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it was their partnership that Nick's figured it out but didn't mm. have the courage to say it out loud. Oh. Rock was able to intuit, if that's not too... Yeah, that makes sense adventurous of a word for him there is sort of a ventriloquist relationship between nix and rock yeah we uh, explored that a bit like they're both incomplete yeah one allows the other one to act or speak yeah in the moment very intimate relationship speaking of which pierre somehow has learned english in this last segment of the oh you mean the little the commercial at the end in the middle he knew lines from the uh, shinola commercial okay. your shoes are showing i guess yeah. you pick up stuff from like yeah like say la vie i don't know what that means but i i know it's a word you've said it enough times that you feel like you can say it now right or je ne sais quoi right who knows what that means yeah. right nobody but he had the right context. He knew that there was your shoes are showing. And, ah. And then he'd obviously learned the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, that was separate, though. I don't think... Do you think that was there to establish that he was still bit. loyal, even though he was a foreign-speaking yeah, character? Yeah, he was using his character. Well, the French were on the side of the United States during World War II. Was there, was there so. loyalty to capitalism and democracy under... Mm suspicion during those times I think the french were very much um, in the middle of the uh, whether they were going to go communist or that was the thing coming because it's 48 started the cold war so it doesn't hurt to underline your patriotism or was, was he from quebec i can't remember is I he think they were he was french canadian, national french canadian french he, Can made a, he may have been, you're correct the puppet immigrated yeah he didn't sound french. canadian though did he uh pierre Chase perkins oh no i don't think i don't think Something chase was canadian Montana or something. So I have some interesting points to make. Pearls, uh, shoe shines, local versus regional, and neckerchiefs. That's my hot topics of episode 5B. Your hot takes on the mm -hmm. side B. I have almost the same thing. I didn't write down neckerchiefs, but I came close to it. Okay. Everything else I wrote down. So where do you want to start? You want to start with local pearls versus... Yeah, the pearl thing, it went on for a long time. Talk about pearls and uh, shoe shines. 
There's a lot of talk about that. I mean, it must have gone on for like half the episode. That opening scene where they're talking at length about shoe shines and pearls. local pearls. That I think some of these programs try to imbue the feeling of what it's like to try and piece a case together. Like that there's a lot of walking the streets, mm. getting clues that don't lead anywhere. There's yeah. somewhere hidden in the fog, as it uh, were, uh-huh. is the truth. And that's kind that. of what happened with this was there'd yeah. be little mentions of like the hayloft and the pearls. Remember right. she wore her earrings in the hayloft uh-huh. and then supposedly were wearing them downtown that allowed her the conversation with Ray Grimes, and then connecting it with, I guess Al Risotto was running this whole pearl-making business uh-huh. with freshwater mussels. Right. They thought they were foreign pearls, but they were local. Which is another patriotism thing, right? Don't trust the foreign oh, pearls. Just go to your local. Go with your local ones, even if they're less mm-hmm. glamorous and less expensive, they're more trustworthy. Yeah. Why do you think uh, there's so much talk about shoe shining and shoes? I think they had an integrated ad for Shinola. Did they? Yeah, they were okay. mentioning their slogan a few times. They were trying to oh, push the Shinola. And I he see. even said, a free Shinola shine, Mr. Salmon. Maybe they uh, they made a deal to, you have to include five five straight minutes of talking about shoe shining. And so it acts as an ad for the product. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. In other words, the shoe shines are very important. They were in that time, right? You would right. not go out no. with scuffed up shoes no, and try and shoes. conduct business. Shoes. Yeah, nice suit, shiny shoes. Could you, could you imagine shoe shining coming back into society that shining shoes would be... I think it's be, still around. Well, it's still around, but I mean like wider society. No. Like corsets and shiny shoes no. and hats. No, you don't think so? We're just going to be permanently casual. No, but that's what I would say. So you think even on, say, a generational ship, there wouldn't be shoe shines? You don't need shoes on a generational ship. You think everybody's going to be barefoot? Floating around and completely nude. Why would you need clothes? Hmm. I always pictured people clothed like listening to cloaks? the show. Yeah, you have that bias from seeing so many futuristic Logan's depictions, run. right? Everybody's wearing white, right? Yeah, you can see that. Things have become more blanched as you progress into the future. So the motivation of Dawson, Dawson. Dundee was to make history. She was trying to be part of large neck history. That's what she said. Her and her Roman lobes. Yeah, the Roman Lobes thing I thought was kind of intriguing. Yeah. Do you think that's specific to Ray Grimes has a fetish with that? It or is that like other I've men? Heard Roman nose, but I've never heard Roman Lobes. Yeah, I think especially with women being more covered up in that era, ah, you hear about people talking about lobe. showing ankle and yep. obviously they're showing their lobes in Western society. Flashing earlobe back yeah. in the 40s. I could imagine that that would be, if you had a society that was very constrained. And you had a woman with noticeably... Big old earlobes, yeah. Yeah. Big honking lobes. Look at those lobes, huh? You're giving me a weird smile right now. Oh, okay. All right. I thought we were on the same page. So Chase Perkins turned out to be a jerk. Yeah, he definitely had his uh, reputation tarnished at the end. Yeah, yeah. He seemed and like... all farm cops. Maybe the rural listening audience didn't trust the farm police. Yeah, because uh, that's like the revenueers come to break it up your still. Revenueers were people who were internal revenue service. Tax, taxes. On they your, were taxing your I think so. moonshine? Maybe. I don't know. It's all hillbilly lore. Mm. We'll have to look into it. Is hillbilly still uh, copacetic as far as uh, language? I, oh, or? I don't know. I don't know if you can call people that. Williams or, from the hill? Yeah. Mount, Mountain Williams? Literal. Maybe like... Um, Mountain folk? Elevated people. Yeah, something like that. Elevated people. So you really think people will be barefoot on the generational ships? Well, especially hillbillies. That's what I'm thinking is the connection that it's like a, associated with poverty and cl- well, maybe lack of cleanliness. We'll go back full circle. So they'll have like maybe in the future things that seem like really poor... Ways of dressing, like if you have just a barrel around yourself, uh-huh. a jug with three X's, maybe yeah. in the future that's like a hat with a patch on it. Bib overalls that are yeah, shocking white. And then uh, like, hi ho family, when you come in, that literally translates to welcome earth beings of the future. They're saying it to themselves? Could so be. Like, okay. So what we thought was kind of hillbilly, I said that in quotes, Right. maybe in the future will be very um, accepted dress and behavior. And hills will be less relevant. And the hills a, will be the stars. Do you think there'll be regional biases within the ship? Within the ship? Sure. 
Yeah. It seems like it's human nature, right? Yeah. It's tribal. you got to have somebody shoveling the the coal into that uh, ion drive. Yeah, the people who live by the ion drive, the ionites. Right. That Interesting. All kinds Interesting. Of stuff. Well, I guess the listeners will be the ultimate judges of this, yeah. whether we're getting Let it right know, or not. Let us know, future listeners, if we were right. If Send us an email. time travel becomes possible, we will possibly get a person telling us whether we got it right or not. Or if time travel already became possible. But you're not up to here yet. So they're traveling to our past, but not to our People present. People in the past already figured out how to do it, and they're just not, haven't picked this date to come forward to yet. Huh. I have heard that it is possible to travel forward in time, but I'm not backward. Right now. But I mean, Very even slowly. more accelerated, right? So Especially this podcast. You're saying that we could possibly have had a civilization that left Earth, erased all their records of being here, traveled into vinyl? the future. What? Vinyl? Erased vinyl? How do you erase vinyl? No, not not vinyl records. All evidence of them being here uh, leave no trace right. behind. Travel into the future, then come back to us. But they still wouldn't know what we were up to, right? That's They'd have to find that flying out. Flying around at high speeds next to jets. Detectives could be time travelers as well, right? Space detectives. Space detectives, right? Solving crimes that happened both before and after their own time. Yeah, they could just go to the future, see how it turns out, come back to the past, arrest the guy. But then, of course, he'd be innocent because you'd arrested him before he killed the person. Yeah, there's all sorts of paradoxes, right? Yeah, there's uh, loopholes. Yeah, loopholes and paradoxes. Wormholes and such. Yeah. So, back to the episode. uh, What what are you looking forward to in season four? What do you mean season four? The next season. I feel like we're, by contract, we have have not met the minimum number of episodes. So that's, it's not possible for us to go to season four until we've met that requirement. So I I have something, and we have to kind of address this, the Spotify issue. He's apologizing for whatever it is that happened. I didn't Mm -hmm. really follow the story. Yeah, I didn't really either, but I think we need to take a stand on it. I thought we were going to talk about the fact that on both Spotify and the Apple podcast, episode two is missing. Oh. And so the Large Neck Virgin Part 1 is on both of them, mm-hmm. but twice yep. as Episode 1 and Episode 9. You uh-huh. knew this, right? Sure. Okay. And Episode 1 starts with us welcoming people to Season 2, which mm. is obviously a mess. And Episode 1 is Part 1 of Large Neck Virgin? Is that 1A or 1B? But we have it as Episode 9. I wonder what this guy, why he's so upset. Rennie Probst. Oh, the one who wrote the beginning thing? Yeah, he was very upset that we didn't start on September 11th. Is he a Patreon? I don't know. Maybe. He has an email. You said you were going to ask the manager at Albertsons if he wanted to advertise on the podcast? I did mention it, and he just laughed. Okay. So I think he thought I was joking. Hmm. Well, then let's not say the name of the store, then, if he's making fun of us. I think... We'll have to bleep it out We'll just bleep it out or silence it, right. We'll put that in later. Stater Brothers. Do you suppose that grocery stores are our first choice for getting sponsorship? the first thing I thought of. I often go to grocery stores. They do offer a lot of different products, but do you think podcast listeners, they they have to buy groceries. They got to come through there. That's the the choke point. Especially when we present the idea that these are essentially evergreen eternal episodes like that these are going to be thousands and thousands of years probably outliving the grocery stores themselves as entities yeah i can guarantee you that's going to drive them away if you come in come in with that stuff so i maybe i'll do the talking because that's just gonna i know i've been described as excitable in those meetings and i i've never heard that one but i have heard some terms well all right so listeners we're going to Maybe get some sponsorship. Yeah, I guess it's for this, season four coming up. It's this quandary. Well, we're not at. We still have a lot more of season three yet. So I mean, what, whatever episodes we find next, I think you said red herringbone vest is one that was we found a couple of times. Yeah, and we've got that. I think it's low enough down that it didn't get the melted wax all over it. So yeah, it should be okay. There's no urgency to end the season right now. I mean, that's well, no, there's no urgency. We'll tease. How it. about this? What do you think of this? Okay. All right, because I know that sometimes you're collection that like that's a very touchy subject for us to to Mm. talk about where your stuff is organized you seem to get i don't want to say violent but just louder so louder if that's right more agitated and so let's just say what do you think spitballing an idea here what if we did like a matt's and lane's favorites episode best of best of season three dueling episodes and then we can have the fans vote huh 
what's the best episode, voting for the best episode, like the Academy the Awards clip. almost. Ooh, that's a good idea, yeah. Best performance in Puppet Hunt. How would we posthumously award this to the actors who portrayed them? Or? Yeah, we don't want to get into that. So we'll we'll have more coming next season. Probably still in the middle of season three here is the way I look at it. So that's good. Um, All right, well. Thank you for listening. This has been Puppet Hunt Season 3. Continuing with Matt and Lane. Season four coming up.